You're listening to The Bonnery Show. Today is Saturday on Antrina Station, so we're going to have a quick look at what's going on in the big stories of this week. Um, some interesting things have happened. There was Eid was celebrated in Croke Park. Now let's go into what Eid is first. So there was a protest against Eid happening in Croke Park. Two women and a man get arrested. For what? Apparently public order offences, such as insane. So let's go in. So Eid is a Muslim celebration. If you don't know what Eid is, have a look. It's where they sacrifice animals in an absolutely disgusting, inhumane way. Now, I don't know whether anything was ordered there to be sacrificed, but you Google what Eid is. It's absolutely barbaric they slaughter animals and in certain countries the rivers have been flowing with blood streets are flowing with blood where they just literally cut the animal's throat open it's absolutely horrific so i'd say even these these two men or these two women and one man who were arrested were properly i'd say it was against animal rights more so than even islamic because most of the irish are clueless about islam so obviously they, they knew enough about Eid. It's absolutely barbaric. And for this to be allowed to happen in Croke Park really just shows you what the Muslims are saying. This is their land. This is their, they have a right here. And, you know, they pretty much will. They will take over Ireland. I do believe Ireland will become an Islamic country. So originally um, there was supposed to be 500 Muslims attending um, this Croke Park Eid festival like no other country would do this it's insane um, but then it was scaled down to 200 I don't know how many animals were sacrificed or slaughtered in a that barbaric way or whether they were whether they were sacrificed somewhere else um, it's interesting that they would pick at the historic area and the historic value of Croke Park to show the Irish, where the British had opened fire on the Irish and that the Muslims should take this without a word, without anybody knowing that they were going to have their Eid celebration, where they were going to slaughter animals. Um, and it really does show how they will slaughter the Irish. And the Irish are so stupid and so naive to think this is going to end well. So basically they allowed 200 Muslims and they arrested two women and a man for public offences. What a bullshit. Because obviously they, they, were, they were opposing this whole sacrifices of animals. Now I don't know, as I said, if any animals were sacrificed on that day. Normally what happens is goats and cows are sacrificed. They're brought from markets and farms. And Muslims defend this custom saying it is a religious duty um, and it also provides livelihood for farmers to sell their livestock. So Muslims really defend this and they see this as part of an important part of Islamic faith. But to pick it in Croke Park is just typical. And for the Irish to be so pathetically stupid and allow this to happen is also typical. And um, the event began with the new children minister um, who is known sympathiser of paedophile, the paedophile in the UK, 
paedophilia. Um, so no wonder he was there because Islam and paedophilia goes hand in hand. So no big shock that he would be there, the new children minister. Have a look up if you don't know who he is and what he's about. So there's no shock he'd be there. I'd say he'd love Islam to come in and then the more acceptance to paedophilia to be allowed in this country. Um, as Muhammad himself married a six-year-old child and consummated the marriage at nine years. And still in all Islamic countries around the world, children are being married off. And it is not seen as a bad thing because Muhammad had done it, so they will not speak out about child marriages. And they don't see the problem of that. So they go on to talk about... Um, Croke Park being one where we all belong is one of their sayings, where we all belong. Now, I wonder would they be allowing Muslim women to actually play on the GAA fields? Or will that just be a Muslim man? And how many Muslim women were there? And were they surrogated? None, none of these questions, of course, will be asked. No, no, no. Because that's their religion. Mind your own business. But yeah, they can slaughter animals. Some ridiculous comments made by the Irish. We salute and thank um, many members of the Muslim community for keeping us safe. How on earth are they keeping us safe? Or how have they kept us safe exactly? No, it just random stupid marks from a lot of the Irish people who haven't got a clue oh love Islam oh it's great because you know they're just brown people with you know different clothes they're not all brown and they're not all it's not it is an ideology you can be white you can be from any country it is a very dangerous sick ideology but of course, the stupid Irish would love to put their heads on the chopping plate just to say they're not racist. Fantastic. So yeah, they go on to talk about um, the, the Guardi spokesman is investigating an ongoing into the arrests of these three people who dared to protest the sacrifices of animals and the fact that they are doing it in a historic Irish area without anybody knowing really about it, without a discussion. But this, oh, the Irish, it's fantastic, brilliant. We're so integrating, we're so developed. Pretty shocking. The whole story is absolutely shocking and it turns my stomach and it is very, very scary. I mean, you know, they're, they're all going on about, you know, how, you know, integration we are. How about the integration of the Muslim women? How about you go and have a look at a mosque and see where women have to enter a different door and where they sit in a different part of the mosque? Or how about even on that eve? Where were those women? And will the women be allowed to play in these GAA fields? Oh no, that's against their religion. But cutting animals' throats up in a crow park is perfectly fine and that's for their religion. It's a disgrace and the Irish are pathetically naive to allow this to happen but it, it'll just continue on another interesting story that's happened is a property tycoon wants to recreate hong kong in ireland calling it next poles from scratch it will include schools to teach cantonese looking for, looking at six locations the favorite site is between drogheda and dundalk 
near the border with Northern Ireland so they'd have easy access. Um, reasons for Ireland is low population, corporate taxes, strong manufacturing, biomedical companies, major tech giants have European headquarters there. I think this is very interesting. Um, they said the talks went cold with the Irish officials after the initial approach, which would have been 500,000 Hong Kongers, half a million. And they were looking at uh, 500 square kilometres, which is about 193 miles. So that would be Louth and Cavan, those two counties. So they're going to build a city. This is what they want to do. They still want to do, but it's going to be scaled down now. But they want to um, do basically Hong Kong model a proposed city would um, have promoting values and principles such as democracy, environmental, sustainability and internationalism. So they want to create this new new city, I suppose Hong Kong in Ireland. Um, and what they say is they would want 50% Hong Kongers people, so 50% who are Hong Kong, 50% from around the world with locals. So they don't really give a percentage of how much around the world and how much local. Um, yeah, as I said, they didn't give a percentage of local, but why would a local person want to move into this? There would be really no reason or no need to move into the city. Um, so I suppose it will be for around the world. And what they mean by around the world, I suppose, is people who were from Hong Kong and who have left Hong Kong in the last few years um, and who need a place to stay, which is understandable enough. All of this is fairly understandable. Um, so, so it's basically going to be a Hong Kong city. They're trying to lighten it up, I suppose, for the Irish government because the Irish government want to hear integration and how they want to be Irish and all that. But obviously, you know, most people are happy with their own, um, their own identity. They don't want to take someone else's, so they're happy with their own identity. They don't want to be Irish, but you know, I suppose they'll have to fix their words a little bit more so the Irish can hear integration, the new Irish, or whatever. So the city, um, it's going to have its own political system. I don't know how that's going to work because it says at the same time. It'll be under the Irish law. Um, they will develop the city. They first need land, which which they want at either a big discount or granted to, to us, is what they say. And it will run half private-public partnership with government. So they want either land given to them or a massive discount. I don't see what the Irish are getting out of this, then, if they're not getting huge money. I mean, the only reason why I see... That, that the Irish would do this would be to make huge profit um, and maybe to make a decision like buying out of the EU and getting back into a trade deal with the United Kingdom um, and doing trade because that's worth 84 billion trade. Um, so maybe something like that, doing a trade with the United Kingdom. Other than that, I don't really know why the Irish government or the Irish people should agree with this. I mean, yeah, they could probably give them citizenship like other countries. I think the UK gave three million citizenships for certain Hong Kongers. Um, I suppose the best of Hong Kong. And Australia and America have given certain 
citizenships, which is fine. Maybe in the Irish should look at that. And I think the English are doing it over five years. But if they want land at a big discount or to be given to them, I don't really see that as something that the Irish government would be would should want because it's going to be a separate city. So it'll have like Hong Kong was to China. It's a, a city built around they'll have their own schools, they'll have their own homes, they'll have their own food, they'll have their own shops, they'll have their own city. They want this international city, which is basically Hong Kong people mainly living in it. Now they do say 50% they're looking at world, but what they mean probably by world is other Hong Kongers who've been displaced, which you can understand. And they mention locals, but really, unless I can see why a local would want to or need to move into that area, and I can't see the Hong Kongers really wanting them there because they have their own land. So if we're giving this land away, um, which I don't think we should give it away, I think they should sell it at a massive prices so that the Irish can get out of the EU and pay off the EU and do something useful with it um, and become a huge power. Um, without that, there is no reason to give away your land because this land will never be given back unless what they did with what, what the British did was take a lease out, which was Hong Kong for 99 years, which ran out in 1997. That is where the problem is. Unless the Irish decide to do a lease, but I don't know if the Hong Kongers will want to do that because after the original Hong Kong... Yeah, it's very interesting. They're also saying government support is important in terms of site availability for us to develop an international city in your country. Um, they also want it close to Northern Ireland. Um so that the so that the the Hong Kongers can avail of that next polls would allow immigrants to be to live in the UK, in Belfast and take advantage of the UK path to citizenship, for selected Hong Kongers. I think the British have agreed on three million, but that will include like families and all that. So that will go on quite a bit. So that's um. But they they I think they've only done it for five years. So they say Ireland has hosted special economic zones in the past, including Shannon Free Zones. So it's interesting, but the, the thing is that, that would worry me is that they're looking for a massive discount or they're looking for the land to be free, which I don't think is doable. Either the Irish go down the way of the British, the Australians and the Americans and give citizenship because they are very talented people and they are you know fantastic people it's not like you know the fake refugees we're getting in in this country who are mainly all muslim men these really do need a place but i do think it should be sold um or a lease but being being sold at a huge amount that will get ireland out of the financial mess it's in with the eu and possibly to be able to get out of the eu but the irish government and most of the Irish people wouldn't agree with that. They love the EU, think it's fabulous for us and fantastic. Um, and they really don't care that we don't have a country anymore. So in one way, does it really matter if Hong Kong takes what, what they originally was 193. Now they're looking for 19 miles. Um, really, we don't own our own country anyway. And um, the EU, and I can actually see the EU agreeing 
or allowing Ireland to do this unless they get huge benefits from it. They get all the money or something like that and keep Ireland in the EU. Same as when they wanted the Apple money. I mean, they wanted it for themselves. Ireland wasn't going to see a penny of that Apple money. So this is there's some interesting stories that are happening this week. So um, I don't know. I, I find part of me thinks this is a great idea for Ireland, this whole um, movement. I mean, I'd rather the Hong Kongers any day than the Islamics taking over Bloody Crow Park and people getting arrested for that. At least in Hong Kong, if there was a city, at least it would be a democracy and this madness of this, their religion wouldn't be allowed. And you wouldn't be allowed like slaughter animals in a big field in Hong Kong. So in a way, I, I actually think it's probably a safe way for the Irish to go. So, I mean, maybe we could all bundle in there as the Irish government gives our country away to Islam. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting times. It's really very interesting. And I do think... Ireland will become the first country, and I've always said this for a long time, which will be an Islamic state. And Turkey's always wanted that. Um, and it wants, and that's why it's easier for the EU to make all of what's left an Islamic state and Turkey to be the leader. And I think Germany is very much helping them. And Ireland would be very much willing to put their head on the plate and be cut off first to show that they're so integrating so modern again thank you very much for listening on the Bonnery show our show tomorrow will be about family and family values and why that's important there's three things that we need to hold on to one is family family values the other is a flag there is our country with christianity because without that with Islam taking a place in Ireland, and you'll see it more and more, as we have a very, very weak government, we actually don't have a government. We have people who represent the EU in government, and that's it. Then we have a lot of lefty nuts. We don't have a conservative voice in our government, and we're in a very dangerous situation. I'd say the worst in Europe. Sweden was bad, but Ireland, is 10 times worse um, and I would say within a few years we will find out how many children Irish children were raped in these Islamic gangs how many women lost children much more worse, worse stories than the Catholic Church um, as, as the Irish people go on and on about the Catholic Church the next few years it's going to be horrific stories that's if you're allowed to speak out about them I mean, having three people arrested for for public offences, for literally protesting, are inhumane. And a lot more is to come to Ireland with this Islamic faith. Um, and it, it's scary times, but, you know, the Irish are insisting to love uh, Islam and all the horrors that it will bring. It will be like any Islamic other country that wasn't Islamic before. Look at Iran, look at Lebanon, look at any of those countries that have freedom. Now look, particularly the women's lives in Afghanistan and Somalia and areas and countries that wasn't Islamic. This will come to Ireland. 
Again, thank you so much for listening on The Barnery Show. As I said, tomorrow we'll be talking about family and family values and why that's important. Thank you very much. Good evening.